welcome to another episode of my podcast, Stepping Up. My name is Sue Reed, and every week I provide a platform for people to tell their story of how they have faced and overcome a challenge in their life. Here is today's story. My guest today is Maria. Maria lives in Malta with her husband, one dog and four cats. Maria speaks five languages and she is currently teaching English to Asian students online. Now, Maria, having suffered with yo-yo dieting, weight loss, and then gaining again, Maria went to Turkey for bariatric surgery in a last-ditch attempt to lose weight for the sake of her health. So welcome to the show, Maria. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem at all. Lovely to see you. So for any listeners who don't know what bariatric surgery is, can you give us an outline of what that entails, please? So there's actually two types of weight loss surgeries that they do, which are classified as bariatric surgery. You can have what is known as a vertical gastric sleeve, which is what I had done. You can have what is known now as a mini gastric bypass or a full gastric bypass. The sleeve is where they cut out most of your stomach, literally taking out most of your stomach. And the other two are a bit more invasive because your bowels are bypass literally they sort of sew and stitch and make them smaller so that is a bit more effective because it works with something known as malabsorption so whatever you eat your body does not absorb as much as it should okay but you went for the first one the sleeve i went for the first one i didn't want to be as invasive i did not want to be on medication on my life because since the other two work with malabsorption you need to take vitamins for the rest of your life also i wanted to be normal again eventually like my idea is that i want to lose as much weight as i can obviously the stomach is a muscle so by time it will enlarge a little bit again and so i wanted to lose as much weight as i could get into fitness, which I have, thank goodness, get addicted to it and change my lifestyle that way, but still have my full anatomy. Yes, yeah, so not have bits cut out and tied up. and Rewired. <laughs> yeah. And so in your case, was it successful, would you say? Well, I'm only five months out. Actually, today is my five months anniversary from having the operation because I had it on the 20th of August. I am down almost 100 pounds. So oh, brilliant. I'm happy. Sounds great. I still have quite, quite a, a bit of weight to lose, but I would say it's successful, yes. Excellent. And what do you think the, the pros and cons are? So obviously the, the good side is that the weight loss. The good side is the weight loss, the health, my blood pressure was through the roof, now it's in the normal uh, um, parameters again. I'm much more active, I have a lot more energy, I'm much happier because, yes, the weight affected my happiness. I can go out for walks, for hikes, I can like do stuff around the house and I can clean the whole house without feeling exhausted. It's, it gives you a new lease of life, literally. I feel like my life, I got my life back now. Brilliant. So it's, it's had a big impact on your energy levels then by the it time. Has, yes. And what about the downside then? Is there any? The downside, I would say, is the social side. Meaning, I'm from Malta. We have big families. We like to eat. Whenever we meet, it's to eat. And you can't eat. <laughs> but so, and even drinking, you, you, you're not supposed to have alcohol for at least the first six months. I, I'm, I was never a big drinker anyway, but 
you have to limit yourself. It's, 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 a, it's a lifestyle change, really. But that is something, fortunately, with COVID and we can't meet and like gather, it hasn't affected me that much. And even going out to restaurants, we haven't been at all to restaurants at all. So I, when we get takeout at home, I eat a little bit and then I have leftovers for the next two days, yeah. basically. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I would say a downside, downside would be that the social side, until you get used to it though. Because then you, you start enjoying things differently. Like you, you go out for the company, not for the food. Yes, yes, yeah. So with COVID, then, that's actually been a blessing for you because <laughs> yes. it's taken that temptation I, I, right out of the way for you, hasn't it? Yes, I, I keep saying COVID was a good thing for me because I took the plans to go and get this operation and my recovery, I, and I could recover in peace and quiet in my own home. Yes, yeah. Without all these restrictions. And obviously you've got to be careful with your health otherwise you know it's pointless are there any foods that you can never have or is it just for a short period of time for well I have struggled with rice for example it's it doesn't sit well with my stomach I tried it a couple of times and I decided not worth it but otherwise I can eat whatever I want but obviously in tiny bites like you would have a little side plate with like maybe when I use my phone, this, <laughs> this size of chicken, right. and you're done. Right. And obviously, you focus on protein. You need to get your protein in, at least 60 grams of protein every day. And I do use apps as well to help track what I'm eating so that I know that I'm okay. But I can yeah. eat whatever I want to Because as I understand it, the protein side is really important because you've got yes. to obviously you know you've had surgery and you've got to build your health back up and if you didn't do that then your body would start taking from your muscle mass rather than from your muscle mass and in fact like I have suffered a little bit with hair loss it's not that bad I mean I can I can live with it and it will grow back eventually right within a year it will grow back and I have cut it short as well so that I can give it a bit of energy and energy boost back but uh, it's, it's nothing. I, I don't care. It will grow back. And is that a common that side effect then? Or? Yes, yes. I would say about 90% of people who go through drastic weight loss, it doesn't have to be surgery, right. drastic weight loss, suffer a bit with hair loss. Right, that's interesting. Okay. And when you do lose a lot of weight in a short amount of time, you do have the problem of, of the extra skin. So yes. presumably it's important to have a, an exercise regime to go with it. I am doing exercises uh, like I squat and I, I started getting into jogging now as well, but I do have extra skin. I used to weigh in pounds. It used to be 230 pounds. So obviously I have loose skin, like my arms are really hanging. My boobs are gone basically, <laughs> but I will, I will go back and fix those things eventually. Okay, so you can mind. have surgery to cut out yes, the extra I bit. Yes, I yeah, yeah, yes. okay. So would you say this was an easy way out? Definitely not an easy way out. It's a tool. It's a very, very good tool if you use correctly. But I, I, I hate the term easy way out or cheating. You cheated some, something to get, to get this weight loss. It's a last-ditch attempt at trying to get healthy, I mean, I obviously I overate. I'm not gonna say, oh, it just just happened. The weight piled on. I overate. I, I had binge eating disorder. Also, genetics didn't help me because all my family is overweight. All my mother's side is overweight, so that didn't help me either. 
and this is an attempt at fixing a wrong, <laughs> at writing a yeah. wrong. I want, I want, I'm going to be 40 this year, and I did not want to be fat at 40. I want to be as healthy as I can be. Brilliant. Okay. And so you've now started a group. Is that on Facebook? You're fit for 40 group? That's my Instagram page. Oh, Instagram. Right. Yes. Okay. I decided to document my journey for myself to have a diary as well, like to document what was happening. I started it, uh, I think, a couple of weeks before I actually went to Turkey for the surgery. And I post weigh-ins every end of the month so I can keep track and I post what I eat. There's actually a very supportive community on Instagram. I made so many friends from all over the world, from Australia a lot, from England, from Ireland, even some Americans that have been through the surgery, not necessarily this sleep, bariatric in general. And whatever you ask there, you get a, a multiple, multiple replies. And there's a meme, in fact, saying there's no, no one supports you better than an Instagram friend you've never met. And it's really true. There's, there's a lot of support. And it's a really good community, good positive community. Yeah, I think, I think that's where, because social media in itself gets quite a bad rap these days yes. because of all the negative I mean, messages out there. Yes, there's bad apples everywhere, unfortunately. But, but that, thankfully, if you use I, it, I haven't. Absolutely. I haven't if you use it, it for that sort of purpose, for support, I think that's where it, you know, it really comes into its own because you can have people, like you say, from all over the world that you wouldn't normally get to meet, let no. alone have conversations with about important matters. So that's why social media, I think, in that respect is a really good thing. Like, for example, now I decided to start a new challenge, which is called Couch to 5K. It's an NHS program where it gets you from sitting on the couch, basically, to running a 5K marathon in half an hour. And I posted, like two weeks ago, I posted on my Instagram feed that I wanted to do it and if anyone wanted to virtually support. And I actually found supporters and we're doing it together now. Oh, brilliant. Yes. Yeah, I've come across quite a few people that have done that because in the UK, the NHS uh, Couch to 5K is is quite popular with Mm -hmm. um, people that are trying to get healthy. And they have lots and lots of success with it. Because I think because it starts off, like any habit, if it starts off slowly and builds up, you're more likely to to keep up with it rather than somebody that jumps off their chair and goes and tries and runs 10 miles in one day when they've never run before. (laughs) They'll wake up the next morning and think, I'm never going to run. Can't move. (laughs) That's right. Okay, so what about the future then? So you're going to get fit and healthy, do some running. What, What else do you plan on doing in the future? Well, the, the plan is to reach my goal weight hopefully by the summer and I will go back to, to the hospital to get my skin tightened up and cut off or whatever. Yeah. And in September I'll be 40. Hopefully COVID will be a thing of the past because I want to celebrate properly. I have been planning for my 40s for a while and I want to make this big memorable excuse yeah. me, trip. And we'll see. Yeah, and this is going to involve a whole new wardrobe as well, isn't it? It has. In fact, this week I was uh, looking at my wardrobe and despairing a little bit because I always loved clothes and fashion and I have a ton of clothes which don't fit me anymore, which is a good thing, obviously, <laughs> because I don't know. But they were good clothes. <laughs> and I, I opened my wardrobe like, please, something fits. 
all, all I bought now, all that fits me is gym wear because that's all I go to. But when you've hit your ideal weight, you can, that's it. You can go out and yeah, maybe the and shops will be open. My they open sister-in-law, no. Yeah. Yes, they're open. They're open. Yeah. We never had a lockdown here. My sister-in-law also had the surgery. We went together to get the surgery, but she had a different kind. She had the, the bypass surgery. And we are planning a trip to London. Oh, brilliant. That would be <laughs> great. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Whole new wardrobe. That would be fantastic. So what advice would you give to somebody that is, say, listening to this and thinking, I'm overweight. I've tried and tried to lose weight. I just cannot. I'm thinking that that might be a road I want to go down. What would be their first step, do you think? The first step, I say, is do a lot of research. Like, look into it, look into all the preparation that you have to do, look into the side effects as well, look into if you can live with this lifestyle, look into the hospital you choose to do the surgery because... It's not just saying, let me go to Turkey to get surgery. There's hospitals and there's hospitals. So I would say a ton of research. I researched this for a good solid six months before I decided to book and go for it. Yeah, I think that's really good advice because it's so easy just to think, right, I'm going to do that, arrange it, and then think, I wish I hadn't gone there because, like yeah. you say, not every hospital and surgeon is as good as another. And also the first, I would say the first month is really hard because you're on liquids basically for the first month and what is known as soft foods. It's, it's not the easiest thing ever. You, you're confused, you're, you're nauseous, you're even sort of hungry and you don't know what your body is doing so I also say stick with the program and like stick it through and everything will be fine then yeah I imagine initially it's 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 well like any big surgery it's it's a big toll on your body and your body's thinking what the hell have you done exactly Um, it takes a little while for like the hormones to settle down again and you probably grouchy I moved house five weeks after the surgery. I do not recommend that. <laughs> it's not good planning. <laughs> no. <laughs> Brilliant. So if somebody wants to get in touch with you then, what's the best way to get in touch through the Instagram Sorry. group? Yes, from the Instagram page. It's called Fit440. It's spelled a bit weirdly because obviously you need to find an Instagram handle that. But there's also like the side tag, Maria's Weight Loss Journey. Yeah, and I will put a link in the in the show notes for you as well. So okay. if anybody does need Thank to you. want to have a chat with you, they can get in. Yes, feel free to reach out. I'm happy Brilliant. to answer questions. Brilliant. Any um, final words or messages you want to leave us with? Um, what I can say, what I say to everyone, if you feel that this is your route to go, just do it. Stop thinking about it and just do it. Start living your life. It gave me my life back. I feel like a completely reborn person. So you've had no regrets whatsoever? No regrets whatsoever, never. Not even when I was throwing up the first couple of days (laughs) and I couldn't even keep a sip of water down. No regrets. (laughs) And obviously this is a podcast, so it's audio, but I can tell the listeners you look absolutely fantastic and you can see in (laughs) your face this has really done you so much good. So it has been lovely, lovely talking to you. And thanks for coming on the show today. And I wish you the very best in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I hope you enjoyed listening to Maria's story. It would be lovely to revisit Maria again in the future to see how she's doing on her weight loss journey. If you want to ensure you don't miss future episodes, then please subscribe. 
And if you have a story to tell, then please do get in touch. I would love to hear from you. Until next week then, take care and stay safe.